guys, it's Melissa. Since we're an independent podcast, your support means the absolute world, whether that's on social media, in a podcast review, or a word of mouth recommendation. If you've been enjoying this podcast and would like to take it a step further, I now have a support feature where you can contribute a one-time donation at whichever price you'd like. Click the link in the episode description to learn more. Thanks, guys. Now enjoy the show. The Sisterhood of the Bottomless Mimosa. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Mimosa Sisterhood podcast. This is your host, Melissa, and we're back for more women and wine. And today's episode is number two of the Everyday Women series, where we feature real stories from real women around the world. And I am so excited about this. It's the newest new thing that we've done with the show in two years, and I think it's exactly what this show needed. And I'm amped because we have a lineup of really incredible women, one of which you're about to meet in the next couple of minutes. Um, Don't forget, we have a website, we have a newsletter, we have Instagram, we have all these awesome things and great ways in which you can engage with us. And the most exciting thing that I'm so excited to announce is that I now have a podcast phone number. What in the world is that about? It's so crazy, but I created it because I really wanted a way for all of my listeners to participate on the show. Guest hosting isn't for everybody, and I get it, but I don't want that to mean that you can't be a part of this community and a part of this podcast. So ideally, with the phone number, you can call in. It will send you straight to voicemail, and you can leave me a voice message that I would love to feature in one of my future episodes. So a couple of things you can do. You can do women of the week submissions so if you know somebody in your life who is just doing incredible things and she inspires you and she's just working hard and she's a fantastic woman that you believe should be recognized call in and tell me about it um obviously it can be anonymous so you can just tell a brief story about who this is and what she's going through and those are the kind of stories i want to feature on my show and those are the women that i want to highlight and celebrate so If anybody comes to mind, call in. And this would be the time that I would typically tell you what that phone number is, but I did not prepare myself for this, so I will include it in the podcast description, and it's also on our Instagram page, so go over there and find it, or I'll plug in the phone number when I'm editing. Um, But anyway, it's really exciting, and it's something new, and I really hope everyone takes advantage of it, because I would love to hear from you, and I would love you to be on the show. Like, that's the point. I want you on my show. All right. So, now that we got all of that new new out of the way, I'm ready to introduce you to our newest guest with the Everyday Woman series, and her name is Paulina Suckerman, and she is the creator of Boss Lady Balance. Hi. Hello, hello. Hi, how are you, Melissa? Thank you so much for having me today. Of course. I am so excited you're here. Um, you were obviously somebody that I knew from the get-go. I wanted on this segment because your platform in general is so inspiring and you are so well spoken and you are constantly giving the most uplifting speeches to your followers on how to live their best lives with like 
some of the greatest messages I've ever heard, and that is exactly what I want on this show, and that's why you're here today. <laughs> that means so, so much to me. I really appreciate it. I mean, when I, st- when I started the brand, originally I wasn't even going to put my face in it, and then when I did put a video of myself up, everybody loved it, and I'm like, I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know, that's like one thing that I keep hearing and something I'm trying to work on with myself (laughs) as a podcaster. The whole point of podcasting is to not be seen. I want to be heard and not seen. That's why I do this. Right. But you know, in the digital world, people want to see other people they want to know the face to the voice they want to know the person behind the brand and the story and it's I think that's you know what people love about you you always post these awesome videos that are just like full of positivity and people see them and they're like fuck yeah I can get behind this (laughs) thank you but it's funny because a lot a lot of the times those are messages like literally to myself you know what I mean like I'm like I need to hear this today like if I need to hear it someone else needs to hear it so that's why a lot of time like Paulina what's wrong with you You I mean Paulina get it together it's like this is what everybody needs to hear so I'm just glad it resonates honestly it means a lot And, you know, that's kind of, like, what I was thinking about this new segment that I launched is that, like, women around the world, the everyday woman, like, because the the format of my show is typically women in history, people that are celebrities or, you know, have some type of platform and they're already well-known. But the everyday woman is the people that aren't well-known. And those people have some of the greatest messages and stories that I think most women can relate to. And so that's why I created this, because... Like, as much as you say, you know, your videos are for yourself, they're equally for everybody else. Right. And so that's kind of why, like, with this segment, I, w- I know that every woman that comes on this segment is going to have a story that is for everybody else listening. Because we're all women, and in a sense, we kind of, we're all living this female experience, and it might be very diverse and different, but, like, we understand each other because there are elements that will always resonate. And so... No, yeah, awesome. exactly. No, yeah, that and that's the thing. When you once I started speaking to more women through the platform and getting to, you know, understand their problems with self-care, which is what the brand is all about. So it's all about just like the aspect of self-care is not one dimension, you know, like it there's so many different things that come into it. So but when I started talking to people, I understood that at the end of the day, majority of them their problem was them you know what I mean Mm -hmm. it's like girl so what's wrong and it's like I just can't I just can't and I just feel and and it's like okay it's you 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 um so like you said even though we are we all have like different you know things we're going through at the end of the day it's all we all share the fact that we have the power to change that we have Mm -hmm. the power to you know live the life that we deserve so yeah. <laughs> well, tell us more about Boss Lady Balance. For anybody who's never heard of it or hasn't come across you on Instagram yet, like how would you describe your brand, your company to people that are just learning about it today? Definitely. So, Boss Lady Balance is all about empowering the everyday woman um to prioritize herself, to, you know, make that time for herself and her and her needs. Um I started the brand because I was at a low point during COVID. Like you mentioned earlier to me, you're very independent. I'm very similar. So, you know, prior to COVID, I was always on the go getting stuff done. I'm so used to being this productive person. Um, And so when I was feeling really low, I'm like, let me just start this, 
you know, and spread this message. So it really, it starts with self-awareness mostly. And that's, I feel like everything that I talk about regarding self-care kind of goes back to self-awareness. What I'm working on in the grand scheme of things are self-care kits, self-care boxes, and coaching women, um, motivational coaching, you know, accountability coaching, Um, But yeah, I haven't launched the boxes yet. They're being curated at the moment, so they will be coming out soon. But the whole idea of it with the box was that I see all these boxes, right? And they're like skincare or, you know, like bubble baths. And it's like, yeah, that's a a component of self-care for sure. But it's not, it's not like realistically you taking a bath at the end of the day. Like, what is that? You know what I mean? Like, it's so much more than that. So that's kind of where I decided to create that and then marry it with coaching so that you kind of get like this personalized experience uh, to where you don't just get a coach. You literally Mm -hmm. get physical products that guide you on your self-care journey. That's Um, really cool. (laughs) Thank you. Are you so I didn't know this about your brand. That's super really cool. Um, Obviously, I immediately have one question. So for the boxes, are you planning to have these curated like specifically to each individual person like that you are either working with or will you already have like pre-made boxes that people can order like what are your thoughts on how you're going to build those right exactly so that's that's the thing I've been working on recently is creating different tiers where there is just gonna there is just a basic box you know not everybody wants that experience I understand that um and then there is it's gonna be kind of like a subscription kind of thing Mm -hmm. uh where but they are curated personally to your needs if you are a coaching client of mine then you you know based upon what we discuss and the plan for you it's personalized for you in the idea of helping you you know live your most fulfilled and intentional life and taking care of yourself and holding yourself accountable that's awesome that sounds so much fun um (laughs) i am like very excited to see these (laughs) that sounds like such a good idea i always love like i've always been a fan of like membership type gift boxes right there's so many of them in like the apparel and makeup world but i haven't seen too many that are more focused on like wellness right right and that's the thing like when i originally started the brand i really didn't know how it's gonna look or what it's gonna Mm -hmm. look like i got certified in nutrition and wellness coaching at the beginning of the year and originally i wanted to focus mainly on nutrition and wellness and then you know life was like nope not right now so but that's another thing like i do want to incorporate that into the boxes and into coaching because for me personally that's what transformed my life was aside from being aware of the fact that it's only me who's stopping me from achieving what i want Mm -hmm. like once I started, you know, taking care of my eating habits and, you know, moving my body, essentially, like, that's what changed my life. I just saw how good I could feel and how much control mm-hmm. I have when all I do is take 30, 40 minutes out of my day to literally just, like, go walk on a treadmill. You know what yeah, I mean? Totally. Like, and that's Absolutely. the thing. It's those, it's those small things that add up that a lot of people, they don't understand that it's really just that small, like, you mm-hmm. know. But, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's funny that you even bring that up because I am, I'm like somebody who 
has like loved physical activity my whole life. Like I grew up playing sports. I like to play volleyball. Like I used to box a couple of years ago. It's just something that's of interest to me. But, you know, as I got older and I literally approached my 30s, I found out that like I have a thyroid disorder, which I didn't know my entire life. And so from somebody who, you know, lived 30 years thinking that they were healthy and, you know, physically active and living life in, you know, the path of wellness, I then come to find out that I've actually just been living with a disease for years and now it's come to fruition and exploding and now everything in my life now has to change. I have to change my right. entire nutritional plan. No, yeah. I can't even do certain physical activities that I used to do in love because they stress out my thyroid. So now I'm like, what in the world is going on? Like I was following this, what I thought was to be the right thing for right. years, but it, it actually wasn't right for me. And right. now it's like, now I have to learn this new way of living that's right for my body, which yeah, isn't no, in alignment though sure. with my interests or my hobbies or what I love. But it's like a huge thing that now I have to figure out how to do from scratch. And it's crazy, you know? No, it, <laughs> it is like... crazy. It is crazy. And it's my mom actually has a uh, thyroid. She had I don't know if she had Hashimoto's or Graves. She had the one where it was enlarged and then mm-hmm. she, she like did the radioactive iodine now that she has no thyroid. Mm-hmm. Um but that's the same thing like when she found out she had to change her whole life. She had to get a different toaster just to toast like the you know her gluten-free bread like she right. had to you know what I mean? <laughs> And my mom is like 5'4 and like 120 pounds. You know what I mean? Like she's always been a small petite woman. And then with with that, you lose even more weight. So but I and that I totally understand where you're coming from, though. It's and that's the thing, again, with wellness, it's not one size fits all and that's Mm -hmm. why I want to you know make it such a personal experience like you know I'm not a doctor but I've I've lived Mm -hmm. enough life and taken care of myself and gotten myself to a higher point um Mm -hmm. you know just by doing the research just by taking that initiative but like you said like you never know you could have something like that you and the thyroid is nuts because that regulates everything and you don't even know no one even knows what a thyroid is until they're like your thyroid's messed up and you're like what what's a thyroid like (laughs) well you had mentioned that like you were inspired to launch this during covid which is so funny that you say that because i feel like for instance for myself like i didn't really start really amping up my podcast online especially until covid and at that point is when I started, you know, reaching out to women all on the internet that I've somehow crossed paths with through Instagram or Twitter or whatever, and I stumbled across so many women, all of which sort of, like, kick-started this new thing for themselves at the exact same time, and that's part of the reason how you and I crossed paths. Like, you right. are one of the women that I somehow connected with through Instagram, and everybody that I connected with had also, like myself, just recently started this new path of, like, either enhancing a project they'd already kind of been working on or, like, taking things to the next level or completely starting something new. Right. And I feel like, you know, as horrible as this year 
has been like there has to be a silver lining in that like a hundred percent everybody's had this time and this weird moment of reflection and they are inspired to just like create something positive in their life during a time of complete insanity right and then with that has come all these people that you've met through it yeah exactly people and that's that's what's so beautiful like you know and that but and that's the thing like during covid it's kind of you know prior to covid everyone's looking for time we're all asking for just time to sit down and just to have nothing to do and it's like okay you got that time like and you you know what i mean like and now it's like all right what are you doing with this time because it's only so long you can sit and do nothing with this time um but like you said i've also connected with a lot of women during during covid who did you know kickstart or push harder into their careers and i feel like like you said it's just you want to with so much going on, like, you just want to do something useful, something productive, Mm -hmm. you know, you just want to be, you want to let people know, like, you're there for them, we're in this together, um, or, and like you said, just create something that has, you, that you've been wanting to do, or even if you didn't know you wanted to do it, now you know you want to do it, but, um, yeah, it really was a a blessing in disguise, because literally, like, I, it's actually really funny, like, I, at the time, I was dating someone, and I went up, he lives in Northern California, so, and he was, like, super ambitious, you know, had all this stuff going for him, and I'm sitting in his bed, and I'm, like, crying, because I just feel, like, so useless, you know what I mean, like, I'm not doing anything, mind you, I used to manage a cannabis dispensary for four and a half years, so I'm so used to being, like, a leader, and always doing something, something you know and I'm Mm -hmm. like why am I so sad and anxious and I'm like because I'm not doing anything like I need Mm -hmm. to make use of this time and I went on like Instagram found some random guy I don't even remember he had like some course that was like $40 just about how he started his little business and I watched it and I'm like I'm literally the next day I had I created BLB I'm like okay that's it like I'm going full force and yeah I don't date that guy anymore either but (laughs) because that's the thing like once I stepped into BLB and I started you know preaching all of that stuff like I had to let go of everything in my life that didn't feel like it was aligning with the message Mm -hmm. I'm trying to share and and that was another like blessing in disguise is like now it's like okay Paulina this is what you're you know this is who you're presenting yourself as and what you're trying to share with the world like you have to own that you can't Mm -hmm. be here telling you know women to be their highest selves and you're over here you know not doing the things for your higher self um but yeah i totally know what you mean by that and i've definitely been in that situation myself many times in my life so i get it it's just one of those things it's isn't that like what they call a spiritual awakening it's like something wakens you and you're like enlightened in a way that you've never been before and you start like reflecting on what your past look like and decisions you've made and what you know what childhood trauma or you know anything in your life could have led you kind of down this strange path and then you're like holy shit it's all making sense now but i want better for myself and as you start making those changes and moves you start recognizing like 
massively the things in your life today that are not in alignment with that next step and it's like it's like a slap across the face and you're like holy shit like yeah and you know sometimes it's sad sometimes it's things you you aren't ready to let go of or that you don't want to let go of and maybe those things aren't even toxic for you they but they're not helping you right they're They're not not fulfilling you you. they're not moving you forward and you have to make hard decisions sometimes to go in that in that new path and sometimes people are left behind during the process yeah totally totally I mean especially for me um because I had been out of an abusive relationship like like you said it it wasn't it's not necessarily that it was toxic but it just and that's another thing like because it's not toxic you're like oh it's not that bad you know Mm -hmm. like it's cool like but you just you have to let it go and and that I'm yeah that weight it's another story but um back to what I was saying as far as the abusive relationship I also think that that's another big reason why I'm so hard on BLB and just spreading the message as far as putting yourself first and making yourself a priority because I know what it's like to get lost in the sauce you know I Mm -hmm. I know what it is and um I feel like a lot of that is because, I mean, I was young, you know what I mean? I was 20 at the time when I met him, and I just, you know, young love, you get into whatever you get into, and and I got, I was so unhealthy, not doing anything for myself at all, just going to work, Um, and that's why I also got into fitness, because he tried to get into fitness when we uh, were breaking up. And I'll never forget, girl, he tried to tell me he was, <laughs> he said, I told him he's whack, like, you're a clown. I'm like, you're whack, you're a clown, whatever. He's like, you know what's whack? That pouch, that pouch that you have. <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> what? If he wants to see a pouch, send like, him my way. I've got, what? like, six pouches on my own body in many what? different areas that I'd be happy to show him. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you know what? Like, when I leave you, this pouch is gonna be gone. I said, but what's still gonna be here is your shitty ass attitude. So you know what? It's a lot. Don't worry, because this this will be gone. You're gonna be crying, but <laughs> but Dude, you can't I fix that demeanor that you have going on there. Um, uh, yeah. Also, like it's 2020. Haven't men learned that like women are completely immune to those types of comments? It's like. First of all, for the record, since we were, like, five years old, all we've gotten in our lives is being told 24 hours a day how beauty is, like, the only thing that matters. And the minute that we're in adolescence, all we care about is looking... We're, we're probably, like, the skinniest we'll ever be in that right. time of our lives, still thinking that we're fat whales. So it's like, <laughs> no, exactly. think oh. that we have not been struggling with our own body demons our entire lives. But once we... Are older and once we get a grip on ourselves and our identities and our worth it's just like laughable <laughs> no that's the thing it didn't even face me. me like no yeah it's... exactly it did yeah. yeah more i wish him all the best in life you know what i mean that's all i could say when it comes to that guy but but you know what it was a blessing because i would have never i would never be here i would have never reached the clarity that i reached the you know, that shadow work, that healing work, you know, it it was, I've been out of that relationship for two and a half years now, praise the universe. Um, But 
I wasn't, you know, like, I came out of it a totally different person than prior. Like, I was never a girl's girl, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I was always just found it easier to hang around with the guys, like, and that's the thing, like, it just made me appreciate so much more, like, genuine relationships and genuine connections, and the girls who are supportive of me, who you know, are open to hearing about my struggle, who can share the, that struggle with me, mm-hmm. you know, like, the BLB would not have existed if I never went through anything like that, so, oh, you know what I mean, so, life happens how it happens. Um, I love that you said that, though, because... Oh, it's so crazy. I've, like, never really, like, even... I don't... Actually, I think I've talked about this a bit in my podcast, but to be honest, it's like, who knows what I said two years ago when I started this. (laughs) But it's the same thing for for me, you know? Like, I started my podcast after the worst year of my motherfucking life. Like, I'm talking, like... (laughs) I I, I could rate, like, 25 books about everything that happened to me in one year, and it would be, like, series after series after series. But... You know, the biggest thing for me was that I, like, was in a horribly abusive relationship, and I it, it, I had this weird thing that happened to me where I, like, I was trying to escape it, but, like, once I did, I had this grieving of mm-hmm. what it had been, mm-hmm. which was horrible, right. and I started thinking, like, why am I so sad right now? Like, why am I grieving this person that was, like, legitimately abusive towards me? Like, what is wrong with me that I could be laying here just completely in turmoil uh, over the loss? I know. Like, what? Know. And it was a huge reality check for me where I was like, something's really damaged <laughs> if I'm <laughs> sitting here and, like, feeling sad for no, this yeah. loss. Totally. And, it like, I really had to do a shit ton of self-reflection and, like, kind of, fi- like, ask myself, like, why do... How could I be grieving the loss of somebody who abused me? Like, and it, what I discovered through that was that, like, I had zero self-love for myself, which came from decades of growing up in an environment that was also somewhat emotionally abusive. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when you're raised from a young kid, understanding, like, toxic relationships is normal, you grow up as an adult, and when you have them, they're normal. Right. And so it's like, you, but you know they're not normal, but you also don't really know anything better. Right. And so you're kind of just like, I'm afraid to lose this because this is what I've known. Right. And then you (laughs) just start feeling crazy. Like, you literally start feeling nuts. Yeah. Oh, totally. You're like, (laughs) I'm a complete psycho. What's wrong with me? Um, And so that was really eye-opening because it really forced me to do that shadow work where I had to really think about, like, what did I go through as a child that would lead me to become adult that would accept abuse and then grieve it when I lost it? Like, that says a lot about me (laughs) and, like, my life and how I perceive myself and my worth. And, you know, I had to go to a lot of therapy and right. it was like a moment where I knew that if I didn't go to therapy I would be afraid of the person I'd become mm-hmm. and so it was like it was a moment where I literally was like I think like I'm afraid so I'm, I'm gonna do this because there's no way it couldn't help me right and it was the greatest gift I ever gave myself and next thing you know I'm launching a podcast that inspires women <laughs> yeah 
So no, it's totally. kind of just, it's one of those things, like you said, where I don't know that I would be where I am today, you know, having this platform that I have and spending all this time, like, researching amazing women that inspire me and then telling their stories if I didn't go through what I went through. And it it's, like, as disgusting and as hideous as it is, it's really kind of almost you know it's part of the story it's almost like what I needed to happen to me in order to get to this next stage which is so much better and so much more empowered and such so much stronger than where I'd ever been prior right no yeah totally and that's I mean that's the thing like when you are going through something like that a lot of the time you don't realize how many other women or just people in general share that trauma with you you know and so and that just by sharing and spreading the the fact that you've been through that and showing that you prevailed a lot of people will look at that and connect with that you know Mm -hmm. and you know as far as like you being in your feelings and grieving I get that too like and I feel like that's the thing though you're all you are human right like we're people and that's something i stress so much with blb too like it's okay to like be crying and then batshit crazy and then happy after like you know you know what i mean like it's okay don't feel bad for feeling bad Mm -hmm. and don't feel bad for feeling good like you know what i mean but in addition to that um as far as you going to therapy that's something I still need to get to it's something I know for sure that I need to do um and I actually moved back in with my parents after my abusive relationship and like you said I started noticing a lot of the reasons why I was tolerant of a lot of the stuff um Mm. you know and Life always comes full circle. Um, That's what I've come to notice. There are no coincidences. There's no accidents. (laughs) Everything is so, like, you. if if you don't know the reason now, you'll know it, like, 10 years from now. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I've come to find out, like, 100%. Um, Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing, too. Like, there are, I got a DM one time, like, from this woman who on my personal page who didn't have anything on her page and started messaging me about her being in an abusive relationship and and that's another thing like I can't pull you out of that you know like I I didn't leave until I was just like last straw like you know and even then like I left like four times before I finally left left Mm -hmm. of course so you know when it comes to that aspect it's definitely trying um but it if you make it out it shows you a lot within yourself that you probably would have never known or seen before absolutely and you know i remember when you and i were chatting you know leading up to this episode you had mentioned you know your stance on setting boundaries and like helping women create you know boundaries to make sure that one they're protected they're protecting themselves and they're putting their self-worth first by creating boundaries but that's something that like definitely I had to learn through my experience going to therapy and also something that like you don't you don't ever know about it until you have to create them. It's like we don't grow up being taught boundaries especially in like family relationships you know it's like 
family is just family and you grow right. in it and you're part of it and it just is what it is and right. so when you go off into the real world you don't even know what does that even mean to set boundaries like what does that even look like and it's hard and it's like a lot of the times you don't, it's not even a thought until you've realized holy shit i've never had a boundary in my <laughs> life and now i need to figure out how to do that in the future right yeah as far as and that was why why boundaries became so important to me because that's what I understood I lacked and then touching on when you said like you lacked self-love like you know I never realized how little self-love I had for myself until I endured something like that for so long and once I started understanding like why am I just not saying no like why am I not just like putting my foot down like you know and it's really it starts with that and you it feels uncomfortable at first it it will no matter what and like you said when you come out of like a family setting I mean my family there are no boundaries. My parents have me on GPS and I'm 26 years old. You know what I mean? Like my grandma has my mom on GPS. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's nuts. So exactly like that's the thing. A lot of the time we're not taught to have this bound, you know, this line of no crossing, which is why, which is what ends up happening to every, honestly, almost every woman. And that's why they struggle with putting themselves first and taking care of themselves and making themselves a priority. Nobody ever really teaches them, like, to be selfish, you know, and to do what makes you feel good and do what's right for you. Like, instead, we're taught to just, like, literally keep pouring and pouring and pouring and pouring and giving until we're just dried out. Everybody else is happy. Great. (laughs) Cool. Awesome. And you're just like, you just don't even know which hole to go crawl in. And at the same time, you don't even want to crawl in a hole because you're so used to being in like this overproductive state that it, God forbid you do sit down because that's when it really gets bad. Cause you know what I mean? I have like, I had a friend like that who she was, you know, she had so much going on and she would never sit down. And then when she was forced to sit down, she just became you know mount like she just erupted with emotions and it's like yeah because you don't ever sit down to process yourself to deal with yourself you're overextending to everybody but as women i mean naturally that's what we do i don't know (laughs) like you can't even stop it in yourself but yeah that as far as setting boundaries go that's a non non non-negotiable you have to understand what's okay with you and what's not okay with you it looks different for all of us you know what i mean but there's got to be that line that we don't let people cross <laughs> no matter what. Yeah, and you know what? I also think that like this topic of women and boundaries and how, you know, we typically don't have them and we aren't really raised to know about them. I feel like that's honestly a generational thing and it will pass. Like would people our age you know, women that now have to work full time and have careers and are independent, you know, once they start having children, they're not going to raise little <laughs> girls without boundaries. Like that just right. isn't a thing. <laughs> right. It's just not a no, thing. No, for sure. No, I agree with you. I think for me too, like being first generation American plays a lot into that aspect as far as like, you know, my family came from the Soviet Union where there it's like six people sharing, you know, one common living space, you know, so Mm -hmm. I get it. But like I I do hope and believe, like you say, it is a generational thing because a lot more women are stepping into that power where it's kind of like you have to set the boundaries otherwise you're literally like gonna you're not gonna enjoy your life like life is you know i always say like stay rooted in reality but also understand like at the end of the day this is all 
I hate to say it, but it's kind of like a game. You know what I mean? Like when you really sit back and look at life and just especially now with everything going on in the world, like what are you supposed to do? Sit and cry all day long? Like, you know what I mean? Like we can sit here and talk about how bad it's going to be or we can sit and make something good out of it. It's our choice. Everything is our choice and whatever we want to do with stuff, it's up to us which another thing that i always stress on blb like it's you have all the power you have all the power and like if you if you don't you set yourself up for that and you know what i mean like i hate to say it but it's tough love like if there is a reason you're not feeling in control somewhere along the line you gave up that power or someone convinced you you don't Mm -hmm. have that power Mm-hmm. You just find it. Look for yeah. it. Do whatever you need to do. You know, go to the top of the mountains and scream. Turn on your favorite Janae Aiko song. Girl, she got me through a lot. Um, <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like, do whatever you have to do. Journal it out. Like, I'm big on journaling. Super big mm-hmm. on journaling. Like, whatever you need to do for you to understand that you are the creator of your reality, do it. Period. Absolutely. <laughs> And, you know, honestly, some people just need the motivation to get there. Or, you know, sadly, like, in my situation, I was like, holy shit, I'm at rock bottom. Like, I've never been in a worse place in my life. And I actually, like, am taking the fear of what I might become and I'm using that to look for something better. So it's like, usually these things happen, you know, when you start recognizing what you're going through and the struggles that you're facing and knowing that you need to make steps but don't know how to do it it's usually because you're either at rock bottom or you're just absolutely miserable and every day is like groundhog day and you can't get out of it and it's just like a lot of people need that push to get into a better place whether it is therapy or it is you know blb you know it 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 could be a lot of things it could be a podcast it could be anybody people you meet on the internet like a lot of times you need support you need resources it's it's very hard for people to kind of just like come to fruition on their own unless they experience some like rock bottom situation but you know i that's why i love a lot of the people that i've met in the past couple of years because they're all promoting this just positive inspiring like uplifting messages of just like focusing on yourself and becoming your best version of yourself and i think that's really helpful like yeah the fact that we are in a generation where we can have access to so many resources at the click of a button it's 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 a beautiful thing and people need to take advantage of it they need to utilize it and you know we don't all have to have phds or some (laughs) massive certification sometimes it's just having a conversation with another person that's listening and can understand and willing to just talk it through with you that's another thing too though is that a lot of people don't like they don't understand that they they can use all of these resources to build themselves up. Um, you know, media is always constantly like in our faces, trying to mm-hmm. trying to put what it wants to in front of us. So it can get kind of tricky with that. But I'll never forget, like I was reading a Napoleon Hill book called Outwitting the Devil. And in it, he talks about like, we always see our strongest selves in times of adversity. Like, and that's the thing. Most people who create something beautiful or create something like this majority of them have gone through some shit like you know what i mean and and they just they decided that that's not what they're going to stand for they they use their boundaries (laughs) to understand that you know like no i'm not this is not the life i'm gonna live like period there there's no way um and yeah i mean ever since i made that decision like to leave that that's part of my life like i don't even recognize who i was 
then, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's, I'm big on using, utilizing digital resources. And Mm -hmm. if I want to find it out, I'm going to look all over the internet up and down for it. And that's the thing though. That's how I, that's how I reach, you know, better points is by following these people on social media who were like who lived the life that I want to live you know Mm -hmm. like they're taking care of themselves they look good they feel good but they're also honest about the fact that not every day is a great day you know and I feel like that's that's super important that transparency where like you know because I feel like when social media first started I'm sure you can agree everyone had this you know life that they presented to the world nobody really got too deep in it now you know people are seeing like people want transparency people want that vulnerability Mm -hmm. and that's why I love being able to share that with people and you know being honest with them like every day is not a good day for me you know what Mm -hmm. I mean like it's if it looks like it great but I'm gonna tell you right now like there are times that I just I'm like what am I doing with myself and where am I gonna go from here but then I also make the conscious decision to be like look this isn't the end of things like you know it's you still have a long way to go just keep going like and that's the thing that I love about just life really is that you're the only person who's going to stop yourself like for the especially in america you know we're so spoiled here we have so much access to so many things to to change our lives there's free therapy there's free counseling there's you know people are always trying to help people and um yeah as far as just you taking ownership of your life take ownership of your life (laughs) and make it what you want some I think a lot of people don't want to take ownership of their life. Like, I think that's another thing, too, is that, like, I think there's a group of people that, you know, could be unhappy or know that, like, things aren't working how they'd want them to, but they can't, they right. can't either confront it or they're in denial about it or they are, they're too afraid to take the risk to get there. And no, 100%. It's, it sucks and it's a shitty situation and... I don't know. I it's well. That's why I they need know. to listen to uh, your podcast and follow me, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. So they we can let them the, know. Like, come on, girl, get it together, ass. sis. No, for sure. A lot of people don't. They don't. And and that's another thing. Like, you can only bring the horse to the water. You can't make him drink it. You know. Like, you can sit and watch my posts or listen to you your podcast and like resonate with it. But if you're not doing anything with it like that's already on you like I nobody pulled me here or dragged me here I dragged myself here you know what I mean like so that's why I don't you can't I mean there are like people that I talk to and when I talk to them they're just like yeah you know I have to deal with this and I have to do that and I have to do that and I have to do that and I'm like okay and so where do you fit in and all that And they're like, yeah, I know, but I would, and I'm like, okay, but, but what? Like, but no, like what? Yeah, but I feel bad. I feel guilt for what? For making five minutes for yourself? Like, girl, come, like, do you hear what you're saying right now? You, you are not doing this because you feel bad. Like, you are scared to ask for help. You are scared to say no. Like, why? Figure that out. Figure that out, and then maybe, hopefully, you can move forward. But first, you have to figure that out for yourself, by yourself. I can't, you and I cannot take them there, you know, like, unfortunately. So, I love them. I pray for them. Wish them all the best. I'm here for them when they're ready, you know. Mm. But, yeah, no. Well, I mean, again, everybody's on their own individual journey. It's like, we can't 
we can't we can't take the steps for people it's they have to do it for themselves but I mean I think it's incredible though that like through your own personal experiences of you know being in scenarios or in relationships where you weren't yourself or you were an old version of yourself and it wasn't the healthiest one or the one that you know cared or prioritized you before others you know thank god that you are now in a situation where you want to use that experience to help other people because I think that's the most organic way, you know? It's when you can relate to what somebody else has gone through or when somebody can give you advice or feedback or perspective because they've gone through a similar situation. Like, those are really empowering moments and that's super special and something that I really want to create in, like, my podcast community and I'm sure you're creating in your own. Right. Um... But I I love that, and I feel like that's so... I feel like that's just the greatest thing about, you know, especially now all these women coming forward and creating these businesses and these brands and these companies that, I mean, right now I feel like women are dominating. For sure. Everybody is... They really... I mean, obviously everyone goes through their own struggles, but everybody is so fucking empowered. And, like, we all have this, like, steam engine who's... It's just, like, the fire is burning, you know? And it's like, gather the troops! Like... (laughs) We all got on this... Hopped on this train together. No, for sure. Definitely. That... Like, no one's being left behind. (laughs) (laughs) No, exactly. It... It is it is really interesting to see how like all just all at once everyone just kind of decided this is what they want to do and and like you said I feel like there's no better you know teacher than experience you know like mm-hmm. people can't talk about even when you go work at a job like you know the it's only so much knowledge you can obtain of of reading something you know you have to apply it and actually do it to be to be to know what you're doing um yeah as far as all my friends like that's that's the beautiful thing too a lot of my friends we all started this thing at the same time and and it all life is so funny we're all like wellness based you know holistic based Mm -hmm. and these are people that you know I've had friends for like the last 20 years of my life who are nowhere near in in alignment of what of the people that I've met in the last two years of my life (laughs) you know like nowhere near and so some of them are not my friends anymore and that's okay but Mm -hmm. you know empower that's the thing too a lot of women they talk about empowerment but they're really not about it about empowering each other and it's sad to see that you know not everyone wants to see everyone win and that's but that's another thing like you can't worry about who who it's for and who it's not for like you just have to focus on the message you're trying to share and spread and whoever it Mm -hmm. resonates with they're just that's all you really need right as long as one person hears it that's all that's important it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. if 99 aren't jiving with it what matters is that someone's listening to you and then and that's how you grow you know your tribe pretty much as when I had originally started BLB, there would be some women who followed my personal page too. And like, I guess once they started following my personal page, they would unfollow BLB like because they wouldn't like like the stuff that I posted on my personal page. And that's another thing which I feel like gets really difficult when you put yourself in that position is like, how authentic do you really want to be? You know, because me, like, there, I have, like, my book smart side, and then I have, like, my act-to-ass side, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie, like, I'm, like, every paradigm you can imagine, all in one little, you know, pretty shape box, like, you know what I mean? So, and 
that's another thing like I'm not for certain people and that's okay with me like I don't mind it I can't be there for everyone I can't resonate with everyone it's okay I'm gonna make it regardless like the, you don't 100%. you don't need those people you don't you like don't. and it's it's totally okay because not everyone's for everyone like that no. there's that quote like you could be the juiciest peach and someone <laughs> still isn't gonna like peaches and girl i've that's one of the most applicable quotes of life like there's right. always gonna be a, a freaking hater like no matter what there's always gonna be someone who just doesn't like it but again it's just i think that's just another reminder that we aren't for everybody and we shouldn't even want to be for everybody. We should want to be for the people that are aligned with us. Like we can't expect the whole world to be on our team, but we can expect the people that are aligned with the, you know, the morals and the beliefs that we have to be on our team. And those are the people that we should continue to reach out to and support and show love and communicate with. And that's the special part is those are the people that will always be there for you and they right. will be your biggest fans. Especially now where you have, you, I mean, you have access to people worldwide. It's not even like you're just, you know, talking to the people in your neighborhood. Like you're literally able to resonate with people like you said on the whole other side of the world in Australia you know what I mean um so that's another thing that I think is really important when you are embarking on like a a journey like this especially like entrepreneurship like there is going to be those days where you're not getting what you thought you were going to get out of people you're not always going to have like all those fans rooting you on and it's just so important to remember the reason why you started and just to keep Mm -hmm. going and just keep moving in authenticity what you know Mm -hmm. stay true to yourself i feel like a lot of people too like they'll you know get scared like oh my god what did i do wrong why didn't this post reach the people that i wanted to reach why you know why isn't anyone liking this and it's like okay it's just one post out of like millions you're gonna make you know what i mean like if you stop today you won't know what's gonna happen next So what, do you have any, like, particular advice you'd give to any women that are listening that have either, like, gone through shitty relationships and felt trapped or, like, needed that extra boost to get out or have, like, you know, always felt inspired to, like, follow their spiritual awakening, but, like, you know, there's always this challenge of, like, who do you bring along with you and who do you leave behind, like, any, any lingering thoughts that you would, you know, speak to that person who's going through that? Well, for one, if you're in a shitty relationship, leave now, like immediately (laughs) run as fast as you can. Because let me tell you, girl, it's so much. This is where the grass is greener, period. Okay. for two, if you feel, you know, called to step, if you just if you're if you're not happy with in your life, happiness is not going to be found in any material external source. Like you have to start within yourself. And how, how does that look like for you? It could look like, like I say, waking up five minutes earlier or sleeping in 30 minutes later. You know, it, it just looks like sitting with yourself and really understanding where, why, how. And that's why for me, it's always journaling. It's always been journaling. And and that would be the one thing I would tell people. Go buy a notebook. Go buy some pretty pens, girl. You know, something you enjoy writing. And it's literally just, it's, it takes five minutes. But to me, the beautiful part about it the most is when you look back. So it's like, you know, it's like two years down the line, you're in another rut, you know, and you're looking through your journal and it's like, oh my God, this is where I was then. And I've actually made so much progress you know and mm-hmm. and that's to see that really it just it, it 
puts you back into where you really are at in life. So, girl, start journaling and leave that man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, I know. Leave that man, too. Like how you said, you know, it's not not the first, the second, the third, or the fourth leave. It's, like, the fifth when it finally happens. Right. It's like, God, if we could only ever just learn after one, the first leave, like... No, I know. Uh. And that's the thing, too. That's what I've noticed. The universe, like, if you... The universe will show you constantly what's for you and what's not for you. Like, personally, in my life, anytime I had a, a bad vibe about someone... It, it never changed, you know what I mean? If I knew from the moment, like that moment, like 10 years from now, it's still how I felt about you. So if you mm-hmm. feel weirdly or like, you know, something's not sitting right with you, don't wait another five months to see if you're going to feel any better about it. You're probably not. Um, the yeah. same problems that you find or, you know, now are going to be the same problems down the line for you no matter what. And the universe will show you and takes it'll take everything from you like it'll literally take money relationships your sanity it'll take everything from you to show you like you just need to leave this situation alone and once you do the blessings pour in abundantly they really do they really do yeah they for sure. flow like a river and you're just <laughs> like crazy. what was i waiting for <laughs> it's i know oh it's crazy but it's 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 this weird that's why i say life is a game because come on like are you freaking kidding me that's all i had to do for stuff to work out in my way in my favor you know this one Mm -hmm. small thing that was so soul and gut-wrenching in that moment Mm -hmm. and now i look back at it and i'm just like peanuts you know what i mean like (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i love it but yeah definitely that's what i would tell the girls buy a journal well if anybody is listening and they want to reach out to you and connect with you and get to know you better or even like work one-on-one with you with your coaching check out your website like just get more involved in boss lady balance like where can we find you how can you support other people like what's the story yes check me out on instagram at boss lady balance i also have my website bossladybalance.com. you can book any calls through the instagram there is a link there to to book a zoom call and otherwise right now there's motivational apparel on the website if you're interested in you know being an empowered woman and letting the world know (laughs) fuck yes (laughs) i also just like love because like you had said earlier like it's tough love and it is tough love and i like love that about you (laughs) i feel like there's just like there are a lot of women that want that it's like this isn't all this isn't a disney channel (laughs) like this is life you know and life's a bitch no exactly it's a fucking disaster and sometimes you just need to get it real and get it right and there's we're not wasting time here let's get to the facts let's get to the point <laughs> we're not sugarcoating shit okay no. sis and I period love that vibe i love your vibe in that way <laughs> thank you <laughs> it's awesome thank you i mean you know that that's just like the the alpha in me that's just like mm-hmm. get it done by any means necessary you know but yeah i mean I had to go through it to understand that it's it was all me, you know, mm-hmm. and I, and that's why, like, you know, when they talk about abusive relationships and they're like, don't blame the woman. I don't blame myself. I know it wasn't my fault. I blame myself for staying as long as I did, because that was my fault. Mm-hmm. There are some people totally. who granted they can't get out. They really can't. And I get it. But I 
I literally would find excuses and reasons why I can't get out. Like, oh, you know, he's going to say this. He's going to do this. It's going to be such a nightmare. And don't get me wrong. In those moments, it was stressful. But I just kept reminding myself, like, there's so much more life to be lived. Like, you know, and that's just one thing you always have to remind yourself. Like, life is not over until you say it's over. So own your shit. Own it. Take responsibility. (laughs) Okay, if you want to talk, we could cry about it. I don't mind. I want to I, I trust me. Don't I you know what I mean? I have those moments. Don't I'm very emotional. But at the same time, sis, like, come on, it's only you. It's only you. That's it. But yeah. <laughs> but thank well, you. <laughs> s- speaking of sis, we're down to the final hour of the most important question <laughs> of the episode. What does sisterhood mean to you? To me, sisterhood means just supporting and loving each other with no judgment. You don't have to agree with what the next woman is doing, but just know, let her know that you're there for her no matter what, in whatever way it looks like. And just don't, don't be judgmental. That, that's to me what sisterhood is. Like, just support and don't judge. Because we never know what someone's going through. And, you know what works for me might not work for you and vice versa and as long as you're not stepping on my toes i'm not stepping on your toes it's no reason why we can't just all love one another be there for one another root for each other you know it's enough for all of us to have and sit and the table is big enough for all of us period that's right that is right Well, do you have any ending thoughts you'd like to leave on? I'm so happy you had me here. (laughs) I'm super appreciative of it. I love you and your energy. And yeah, girl, I hope we stay connected. (laughs) Well, we're so close to each other. I know. Like 10 miles away. (laughs) I know. There's really no, there's no excuses. (laughs) I know. No, but definitely. But yeah, but I really do appreciate you having me, though. Uh, Of course. Really happy. Of course. I'm so happy that we connected online, that, you know, we can support each other in our businesses. We can keep growing this huge community of empowered women. Like, I love it. And I just, I don't know. I just love that I, that this podcast allows me to have conversations with so many awesome people doing so many great things. And I just, it, it gives me great joy. I couldn't be happier to have you on here, to have you talk about Boss Lady Balance, your story, your life, your experiences, and how you're helping women, and it's it's just fucking great, so thank you. Thank you, Melissa. I'm so happy and honored to be on Mimosa Sisterhood, and what a name, girl. When I saw you follow me on Instagram, I'm like, Mimosa, I have to see what she's talking about, like... Well, we were originally the sisterhood of the bottomless mimosa, which we still very much believe in and love and adore, but it's a bit of a tongue twister, so we had to shorten down to our nickname. I love it. But yeah, I'm like, I, I thought of it because I was like, you know, there's this like, I feel like there's always this stereotype that the group of girls that go to bottomless mimosa brunch are just like basic as fuck and they don't know shit and they're dumb and i'm like oh yeah well me and my girls are gonna go to bottomless mimosa brunch and we're gonna double fist champagne bottles and we go and drink till 3 p.m and we're going to empower each other and we're gonna uplift each other and we're gonna talk about badass women in history so that's what this brunch looks like motherfucker i love it i love it i'm so glad i'm so glad you did that amazing for sure 
now I need to go have bottomless mimosas. <laughs> right? Oh, I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining me. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in again and for experiencing this beautiful episode, our second one of the Everyday Women series. I have so many awesome women coming up, so stay tuned. And um, if you enjoyed this episode, hop by Apple Podcasts and leave me a review and tell me what you thought. And obviously, tell all your friends. And if you are interested in being on the show, guest hosting for either the Women in History segment or the Everyday Women segment, shoot me an email. Let me know. We'll chat. I'll send you the guest host packet. And we'll get you on the show because I'm accepting guests and this fucking rocks. So email me at hello at mimosasisterhood.com. And um, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with more Women in Wine. Woohoo! Bye! <laughs>